Isn't it weird how much you, it always happens like this, where you build something up in your mind and what you've built up in your mind as the worst case scenario is always going to be worse than the actual worst case scenario that is ever going to happen. And people, especially people with anxiety, know what I'm talking about. You have thought of 57,000 ways that this is going to go wrong. And on that note of like looking for evidence that it is going wrong. So like, so say you built this thing up in your mind about like your toes and what's going to happen and say you get there and people start talking or whispering and you don't know what they're saying. You're assuming they're talking about your feet when they could just be talking about what happened or not want their husband to hear it was over there. Like, but you're thinking like, oh no, it's happening. They're talking about my feet. They're not. The big question is this. In a world of fake Instagram models and bad diets, how do real people achieve their fitness goals? We are an army of hardworking women changing their lives through fitness and health. Wherever you are at on your journey, we have the answers to how to make working out and eating well a part of your life. Join us in changing the dialogue for women everywhere. Welcome to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Hot Mass Express. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Thick Thighs podcast. I am Hot Mass number one. If that's what you're looking for, you have arrived in the right place. Or if you can relate, you have arrived in the right place. I didn't even say hot mess express right. Well, so that's well, you yeah. If you're a hot mess express, you're absolutely gonna screw up naming yourself the hot mess express podcast because that's part of it. It's part of the well. Also, when you're trying to uh, you <laughs> when you're trying things that rhyme or sound alike, and all you can hear is yourself echoing back in your headphones, it's it's really hard to speak. <laughs> So wait, here's where we're at, okay? If you are not with us on YouTube right now, Kelsey decided just <laughs> last minute to just do her recording in her, in her sports bra. So <laughs> that's that. She was just like, you know what? Whatever. Then she did. Then she went with this braid <laughs> that you need to see on YouTube. It's worth it. Like, just trust. And then look at that. Bad hair did make it into the braid. <laughs> That hair did not make it. It was revolting like the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, technology is just, a pe- what is it? What do they say? Repelling you? It's yes. like, it's running the other way just as that one hair is yes. just not getting into the braid. And you know what? This hair represents my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say that I feel you because I really tried this week so hard. I tried so hard. I'm like, I'm going to go on this like self-care campaign. Like it's going to be, it's going to be luxurious. I'm just going to do all of the self-care things. I'm I'm like going on vacation with my husband. Like it's the first time we've been on vacation since my son's been born. So it's like a big deal. So I'm like, I'm just, you know what I'm going to do? All the things, all of them that you don't do. And 
every single one of them has gone so wrong that I almost, I have to tell you about this Brazilian wax that I had. Okay. I'm sorry, but I have to tell you because this is okay. Cause I was like, how could the Brazilian go wrong? Like how, how could that be a thing? It's just going. I was so excited because I was like, you know, these are like the things you never take time to schedule or you feel bad spending money on or whatever. Like, all right, I'm going for the, for a Brazilian. And I have had Brazilians in the past. I've, I've gone to this, you know, really nice spa. And it's like being a, like, I'm not just going like around the corner to like, you know, hey, are you open? Like I go to like a nice place. Um, but of course I like, I, you know, I call, I schedule it kind of last minute. I was like, can I come in today? Cause you know, I mean, I'm not scheduling like way in advance or something. I'm just, this is the hot mess express podcast in case you missed yeah. it. <laughs> so I'm like, can you come in today? I'm going to come in today. Yeah, yeah, sure. And you get there and it's like a girl that's like learning and I want to run away, but then you're already there. Kelsey. Okay. First of all, I don't know when's the last time you had Brazilian, but like, they, do they do they turn the lights off for you? Uh, I can't even remember. I think so. I mean, I'm they in were a fully lit. I'm in. It's the broad daylight. <laughs> I can see. Every, how well, I, she wanted to be able to see. Well, yeah, hey, it's, can we do like a like a you know like a in ring between. light? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can shine that shit wherever you need. I'm not shy about it. I know what I'm here to do, but like, do I need to be in a fully lit room where I can see you looking at my vagina? (laughs) So like, that's weird. And then like, oh man. Oh yeah. She's learning how to wax a vagina. So that, that, that went how that went. And I wish I could take it back. I do. I do wish I could take it back, but we're here now. Well, at Ugh. least it took away some of it. You'll have to shave less. That's one of those things that you don't get the girl that's in training. I feel like there's a couple of things that I don't want you to practice on me. Number one, filling a cavity. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Number two, cutting my hair. Mm-mm. And I'm adding to the list now. It's, it's not, you you can like work up to me, like with lots of other people and I'm going to be, once you get really experienced, I'll be waiting for you and I'll give you a big tip. But you know what? Your nails look nice. I think your hair looks really nice. I I don't know. Um, Your spray tan's going to look really nice. Yeah. So on the, on that note, I was like, you know, I really want the spray tan to come out good and I have to get it done in the middle of the day because I'm again. This is the Hot Mess Express podcast, so I'm going to leave on my lunch and go get a spray tan and come back. And, you know, that means the rest of the workday needs to do without a bra. And I, listen, I'm not going to apologize. I'm just not going to ruin the spray tan in that region. For, no, I'm not going to no. do it. So it's, that's it. It's braless the rest of the day. And the, I've shared a lot on this podcast so far. I've shared a lot. <laughs> talked about my vagina and my boobs. So this one's not for the kitties. All Kelsey's sharing is that damn braid. <laughs> I'm like over it already. It's not it's even, I'm like well, unimpressed. You know, braid's out of control. And honestly, like while Rachel is on this like self-care journey of disaster, I have been getting, I got a new phone and uh, that has been a whole thing. <laughs> 
it's been a whole thing. So here's the deal. Me just getting a new phone, I'm in a different operating system, which is like a whole new thing, but I sign into several accounts. Wait, you're just going to fly over that? You're just going to fly that you came to the dark side? No, I'm not even going to talk about this because I think all of you guys are so crazy and don't even understand how crazy you iPhone users are and how psychotic you sound about your like green bubbles and stuff. Like I got to get that part out because like it sounds so just odd all the time. And now I'm recording a podcast where I am hearing myself talk every second. So I'm trying to take my headphone out and then replace it so that I can hear Rachel, but not have to. If you ever tried talking and having someone repeating (laughs) the thing that you're saying in your ear. And also if you have ADHD, that is an absolute disaster. Wait, are when you blaming iPhone to... users for that? Are you blaming iPhone users? Oh, no, no. I moved on from that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a whole ass rant. <laughs> it's a whole, it's going. Well, I, I this is what I mean. It was so distracting. I couldn't even finish my iPhone thought because all I can hear is myself. <laughs> I mean, well, here we are. But you know what? We're going to talk about some fitness things today. And anyone else who's having just a a week that just rolls into the next thing that wants to attack you and hold you down. (laughs) Well, I just want to say, in case anybody's invested in my vacation, nobody. But just in case. I'm just saying in case. Yeah. I'm invested. I'm probably the most invested. I know you are. Because... (laughs) You're here for it. And I like that about you. And that's why I'll keep you around. Okay. You can say, <laughs> okay. But I, it, just in case you're invested in my trip of romance, I am going to Arizona for the very first time. I've never been to Arizona. And I've also never been on vacation where there wasn't a beach because I'm kind of a beach person. So I'm, I'm taking a big chance here because I know if I go to a, a tropical beach, I'm going to have a good time. That's going to be a good time 10 times out of 10. But I'm trying to go in a different, I'm trying to go in a new direction. I'm trying You're to do something different. expanding your experiences. Yeah. And uh, so on my self-care extravaganza, if you will, I would like, I, so I put on my Instagram stories that I was giving my very first pedicure which you know, like you weren't surprised at all. You were like, yay, good for you. You finally built up the cards because I have weird toes and like, <laughs> I can't. So Isley was like, how is this her first pedicure? And I was like, oh, she, she thinks she has weird toes. And she was like, I've seen her toes. They're not weird at all. This is like, what? And I, was like, I don't think I have weird toes. I know I have weird toes. And, and <laughs> anyone who is saying I don't is just trying to be nice to me because they are like a pump up kind of person. That's like, no, hey, I yes. think you, you mm, just because listen for everyone too. just because you notice this thing about yourself and you think like everyone must know it if they've seen your face or your feet or anything, you think like everyone must know it. And like, that's actually just not true. That's all in your mind. And you are hyper-focused on something and the people around you actually aren't noticing. I just think that's a great life lesson. But about my toes, though. <laughs> but about my toes. You guys, they're freakish and weird. Nobody was lying to you to be nice to you. <laughs> you don't have friends like that. I, I really don't. I have All my friends are not those kind of friends. Like, I have... First of all, I don't even have any friends. But the ones I do have, but they're, they're not the kind... Well, my top liver? You're... 
family. I can't put you. I can't carry on a friend I can, category. I can be both. I fill both cups. <laughs> My well, this still fits. My friends do not do that kind of stuff. They don't go like, oh, they're like, oh my God, you have a booger. And <laughs> like, what is happening with your feet? And I was just like, never wanted to ever go for a pedicure because I was convinced like I would be thrown out of the salon. Like, no, get out of here. That's freakish and disgusting you ha- you're not allowed and don't come back here and like then then we're gonna ring the shame bell and i was just gonna be like i don't know this is the way they are and um none of that happened i went for my very first pedicure everyone on instagram was li- i can't even tell you i didn't know everybody just went for pedicures all the time i didn't know that people were like they thought there was no possible way that could be my- i'm 37 years old it was my first pedicure i did it yeah, I mean, it is kind of wild that that's your first pedicure. I mean, she has painted her own toes. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not trying to say, like, I've been walking around with new toes this whole my whole life. My God, no. I told you they were, they were weird. Of course I cover them with paint. Hello? No. But does anybody else? I'm just going to put this out there. I just found out because I, well, I had to do a bunch of Googling before I could go to my pedicure because I have anxiety. So I did a bunch of Googling. I, my, my toenails grow like up instead of like normal toenails grow like nice and like curving round, whatever, like in yeah, like, like a down velociraptor. your foot. Yeah. Like, a, like they want to like hang on to your foot and mine want to run away. Like <laughs> they grow. And I, so I looked this up and it's a thing. It's like a genetic thing. Certain people have toenails that they're called like ski slope. Cause it's, cause it's like, you're going off like wee like off a ski slope, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That's how they grow. And I thought I was the only one on the planet, but turns out I'm not. And when I asked the pedicure person, it's I was amazing like, hey, when you Google something. Yeah, sometimes it's not a good thing. But when, cause I, they're like, because of course people were like, toenails shaped in certain ways could mean you have heart disease. And I was like, oh my oh. God. So I asked the person doing my toes, I said, like, I, I know, I'm sorry. They're so weird. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, apologizing. And I said, like, have you ever seen anything like this? And he was like, oh, yeah, I see toenails like this all the time. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, then. I'm going to just enjoy <laughs> yeah, I mean, these I've been telling you that probably since I was 14, that the, like, they see feet like yours all the time. It's not a big deal. But as long as the internet and the stranger at the nail salon told you, then I'm glad they have more credibility than I do. <laughs> Listen, again, if you love me, I'm just assuming. I don't lie to you because it's I love true. you. I no, just, you don't. You I never actually do. just tell you how it is. No, you never do. It's really true. But anyway, does anybody else have those toes? Like that would make me feel better if you were like, yeah, I have those toes. And then I'm going to get like no response and make, oh no, I really am <laughs> the only one who was lying to me. Whatever. I've, now I've done it. So now I can, now it's like, a th- so on the note of like, hey, there was this thing that for 37 years was driving a bunch of like anxiety and like, I could, you know, this it was this off limits thing that I could never do because I decided that for myself. One day I just went and got a pedicure and like everything was fine. Yeah. It's, isn't it weird how much you, it always happens like this where you build something up in your mind and what you've built up in your mind as the worst case scenario is always going to be worse than the actual worst case scenario that 
is ever going to happen. And people, especially people with anxiety, know what I'm talking about. You have thought of 57,000 ways that this is going to go wrong. And on that note of like looking for evidence that it is going wrong. So like, so say you built this thing up in your mind about like your toes and what's going to happen and say you get there and people start talking or whispering and you don't know what they're saying. You're assuming they're talking about your feet when they could just be talking about what happened or not want their husband to hear it was over there. Like, but you're thinking like, oh no, it's happening. They're talking about my feet. They're not. People are not that concerned with no. your feet. Like, no. Or you at all. <laughs> not you at all. Anything about you, really. And I that's like to build myself up to get in there. I really just kept saying that back to myself. Like, you are not the most important thing in these people's day. Like, get off your high horse, okay? Isn't that an interesting balance, though, is finding, finding a balance between you are the most important person in your life, in your day, but you are not the most important person in other people's lives and other people's day. It's like this weird thing where we want to, we assume that we are this important to everyone else, but we also at the same time having tr have trouble making ourselves a priority. So it's this like weird dichotomy between like you are the main character of your story everything revolves around you like you can only be your best self if you take care of yourself if you hydrate feed yourself take time for self-care sleep enough like you can only be your best self if you do all of these things, but you're not the main character of everybody else's story. They're all having a whole bunch of main characters all walking around around you. And like, they don't notice all these things about you. It's so, I think, weird to live those two double lives, you know, you know, where you're the main character and then a supporting actress or like an extra, <laughs> you know, like not even like in the background somewhere and you may or may not get seen on screen for that person. And, but yeah, it is like, it's I, like living a double life. And I hear this in the conversations back and forth too. We're like, mom, my mom on Sunday, I was talking to her about, you know, some stuff, some relationship stuff. She's like, I don't even want to say this thing because I don't want it to. She thought that the next thing that she was going to say was having such a large impact that it was going to change the direction of what I was going to do next. And I had to remind her that she's not the main character of my life. You are a supporting actress here and you can say your opinion, you can give your opinion and it is valued and it is all part of the story, but you're not going to change my mind. And you're not going to decide just because you say one thing, it's not going to decide the route that I take next. And I think like that sometimes it's gotten me, it's taken me a long time to get to this place in my life where I have that type of confidence in my decisions and who I am and knowing that all of the people who are going to give me advice that are going to be there to talk me through things, they all are important to me, but they are not overriding what I know and what I feel. And I think that that, you know, also, I'm glad that you said that it took you a while to build up to that because I oh, think yeah. that that is still working <laughs> can be tough because we, we've heard from so many women that like the fear behind these things is that if someone were to make a comment about my toes or the direction of my life or whatever, 
is that going to be something that I'm going to hold with me forever and not be able to let go of? Like, am I going to be like so upset by this thing that I'm going to be going, well, how can I continue my life with these feet? Like it's, it's, I mean, it's too far gone now. I just, I need an amputation because it's like, because these things hold weight if you kind of allow them to. And I think that the thing that I kept repeating to myself to get myself in there was just like, you know what? You're just a human being with imperfections. Like you're going to show up there and you're going to be like, Hey, listen, I have a lot of good things going for me. My feet aren't one of them. (laughs) Don't sue me. Okay. Sue me. I'm doing some good work in my life. Some areas I'm not, but you know what? My feet aren't the greatest thing since lace bread. And I, I I really don't give any fucks if that, if that is what changes your opinion of me, then I don't know where to go from there. I don't value your opinion. And I think that that's where you can start with those. What are the throwaway comments and what are the ones you want to keep is just like that basis for, I know myself and my worth. And I'm going to take in things that have merit and I'm going to throw away things that don't. And people that don't like me because my feet are weird, I don't have space for you. (laughs) No one is not going to like you because your feet are weird. But I love that you brought up the throwaway comments and the ones that we keep because it's a really interesting thing that we have to come to terms with with ourselves is that number one, not everything everyone says to us is true or has merit or has even value. And a lot in some things that people say to us does have merit and does have value. But the only person that decides which category those fall into is you. Like there's no one, there's no one else at the, at the gate deciding which direction those go. Valid, not valid. You go to the left, you go to the right. Yeah. (laughs) No. And sometimes it's hard to tell, right? Like sometimes we're like, well, does that have merit? Merit? Does that have value? And that was some of the things I talked to Rachel about this weekend was some of the questions that I continue to ask myself to figure out the answers to things like that. And one of the things that I brought up to her was I was feeling really angry about a situation where it was with someone I really love and I was feeling really angry about it. And I was like, what is your anger trying to tell you? And I found that question to be exceptionally helpful to me to kind of sift through what I was actually thinking, what I was actually feeling and why I was going quick to anger. Cause I'm an eight. <laughs> That's the reason. What, we but do. Why, what was, what was it actually trying to tell me? And I think that's just like a, que- a question that I like encourage people to ask themselves. And even when you're thinking about comments that are coming in, you're saying like, what does this mean to me? Does this have merit? Does this have value? Does this incite anger, sadness, whatever? And why? What does that mean? What is it trying to tell me? Because most likely it's something more about you and less about that person. So, you know, and, and say, say the rest of the story what was your anger trying to tell you about that situation? Because I think it's very important that you say. Yeah, I, my ang- with that specific situation, my anger was telling me that I was actually really worried about one of the, the people that I was thinking about. And she doesn't listen, so it's my other sister. <laughs> I found myself feeling really angry at her, for her, that kind of thing. But I was actually really worried about her. And that was making me, my reaction turn to anger. 
It's a really insightful and interesting question to ask yourself when you have a knee-jerk reaction to something is like, what is this emotion trying to tell me about the situation? Because honestly, sometimes it's so far gone from the, like you being mad at her or mad for her was actually so far gone from the actual root stem emotion that um, it is, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Right? That's that's so far. Like, I'm angry at you because I love you so much that I'm scared for you and I'm worried for you. Like, those, are, those feel opposite. <laughs> they feel opposite, but it is really good for you to be able to work backwards. And then when you can find out what the root of that is, then you can start on solutions because then you can actually say to the person, I'm worried about you, you know, and then like you can start talking that out. And I just, anyways, but I, so guys, I got my toenails done. It's a big deal. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when you listen to the Hot Mess Express podcast, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Okay. <laughs> you don't get upset. <laughs> this is what we're offering today. Okay, this is what we're offering. Toenails and big feelings. Now, with regards to your fitness and your health, so many, I just wanted to do a short thing about this because I just, I, I, you can't say it enough and it can't stop being truer, but it needs constant reminders because it's one of those things that it's really hard to say that it's just time because time can't be sped up. And, you know, we talked on the podcast last week or whatever week now with, with Kara. And if you haven't listened to that episode, absolutely fantastic from Unfreck Your Brain. But t trying to speed up the process of something, she explained it really well when she said like it's trying to get an exit off of the human experience of like all of the things that go along with this thing. I don't want any of those because they're big feelings, they're, they're sadness in there that I don't want any of this. I want to get off the ride and I want to get to the end happiness, you know, which we think is at the end of every goal or everything. And when we talk to the multitude of women that we speak to every single day when it comes to their health and fitness goals, you know, it always seems to be this one commonality in their responses to like, how's your, how's your health and fitness going right now? Ugh. Well, it was going really well, but there's this one area that I'm missing. And like the first one that's always hit on is like, I'm doing really good with my workouts, but my nutrition is trash. And that's why I'm not getting to where I want to be right now. Or is this one thing of, you know, like I'm doing really well during the week, but then on the weekends I drink beer and it's ruining all my progress. And, or I, I really, I do so well for breakfast and lunch, but then I go home and I eat three pounds of chocolate for dinner because I'm stressed. And that's the one thing that's holding me back. And I, I really want to when we're like looking at like the blame factors, I always call those the blame factors because they're like the things that we're quick to go to and say like, you're at fault here. You're the one that if, if it wasn't for you, I would be where I want to be. That's what the diet industry has 
like wanted us to do though, right? Like that's what they want us to do. They want us to pinpoint that one thing and hyper focus on that one thing that is either the game changer or that we're missing. So when we hyper focus on the fact that it's going to be carbs or it's going to be cardio or it's going to be, you know, eliminating fats or only eating fats or only eating meats or only eating veggies, like it has to be this one thing. And that's really easy for marketing and for our brains to understand. And What's really important about that is that you have to realize that your environment is always going to affect how you think. So if you have been hit with that type of marketing and that type of language for years in the health and fitness industry, that is only natural for you to repeat that language. It's like you've, you've had this on repeat going into your head. It's only natural for you to repeat that language when it comes to your lifestyle. I'm just missing this one thing. I My fitness would be going so well, it, but I can't give up bread. The reality is bread has absolutely nothing to do with how your fitness is going. <laughs> Dude, you, like that you hit it out of the ballpark. This is conditioned thinking that was done by marketers because they know that if you think there is one missing it factor, you will pay they be for it. it. Oh my, and you will pay unlimited monies for it. How all the monies, monies, monies. I'm throwing my monies because you have the one thing I'm missing or the game changer. They have it and you don't. And this is why we continuously are on the same cycle of like, well, it's the bread, it's the carbs, it's the, I don't get an, I hate cardio. So that's why. And it's always the same line of thinking, but I really want people to know that that is a conditioned way of thinking. And it is 100% because that is the best way to make money off of you. Because if one thing is always missing, you always have one more thing to buy. Absolutely. And it's just like so counterintuitive to what is actually the whole picture, right? So when you think about health and fitness and you think about how many factors are going to go into your health, how many factors go into the fact that like, are you sleeping? Are you stressed? How are your relationships? How's your mental health? How is your physical health? How's your workouts going? You know, what is your fuel look like? What are you consuming? And none of it will ever come down to a single workout, a single meal, or a single night's sleep. It's an accumulation of all of these things that are going on in your life and how they interact and come together. So if I have a shitty night's sleep and I drank a bunch of alcohol the night before, and then I have a shitty workout and blah, 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 that's all going to spiral into each other. Right. But if one of those things went really well, have I met my like health markers? The answer is no, because when when we're looking at the whole picture of what a good week looks like or a good month or whatever, it has to all come together. And I think when we really start to talk about this and really like peel back the layers of like, how are you doing on your health and fitness journey? And we want to look at small segments of time, right? Because that's what that's what our minds want to do. And the last thing you want to hear is that you need more time. Oh, it's, that's the last yeah. thing that you, they haven't been doing it for long enough, that you haven't been consistent enough for long enough. You want to hear that it's just that one thing that's missing. But in reality, in reality, when you look at some of these people who are gurus, influencers, blah, 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 or maybe who have just been at the game for a long time, you don't realize that like, 
in my first year of in my health and fitness journey, it looks very different than how it does now. Right. And I'm not talking about my first few weeks. I'm talking about my first year. Like these things are going to take so much time and they're going to be so worth it. But they're going to take so much time because your mindset has to change. Your habits have to be put in place and then they have to fall apart and then you got to put them back in place. It just takes so much time. I think that there is an it factor and I think that there is a game changer and I think that it's time plus consistency every single time. It's not carbs. It's not fats. It's not cardio. It's not any of these things that can be sold to you, right? If it can be sold to you, if you can buy it or if you can buy someone's plan to tell you about it, then that's probably not it. The actual game changer is staying consistent over a long period of time. That's going to be the answer every single time. And it's very, very hard. And it that exit off the human experience, that we've we've looked at this in so many different ways. I've never personally heard it put like that, but we've looked at this in the way of what we always say is like, you got to enjoy the journey. It's about the journey. And we're always trying to tell people that like, we've, because we've been at this for so long, like there isn't this one point where you wake up and go, Ta-da! like I did it. Like the goals just keep shifting. They keep changing. They keep moving further away or they shift or they come closer because like your life can't support what it once could or whatever the case is. It's always changing. It's always changing. And that like when you have that kind of goalpost, that is never fixed, you know better than to just look forward to the end results because it's never going to happen. So you say like, well, I might as well enjoy this while I'm at it because this is actually the human experience. But the formula is if you're wondering why it is not, you are not seeing the kind of results that you want to see, it's that there's not enough time and there's not enough consistency or both. It's not a single missing link that we can just say like, oh, you do not have this, this one thing. It is really looking at the time. And I just want to, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say that when I, when I hear people talk about that, they aren't seeing progress and I want this, but I'm not seeing progress yet. I really have to dial back and say, what are we looking at for progress? And are we looking at the whole picture? Like, what does that specifically look like for you? And I really encourage you to make that very clear because you don't know if you're reaching your goals, if you don't actually know what they are. You do, and if they are very like realistic within a time frame. So like being like, oh, I've gone to the gym for three weeks. I'm not seeing any progress. This is something I hear all the time. What is that progress? And were you hoping to have a completely different mindset, a completely different body, and a completely different set of habits within a three-week time period? And I would tell you that that is completely unrealistic. That's not even going to happen in a one-year period. So, no. I mean, we... And, and would you really want it to, though? Like, your growth in your mindset, and I know this is so hard to see from the very beginning, but it's going to change so many times. And at certain points in your journey, you're going to think you had it figured out. And one thing that I know is that the more that I think I don't have it figured out, the more I actually do. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so true. It's so true. Because whatever you have figured out, don't worry. Don't worry. Because life is not going to stay that way for very long. <laughs> right? I had it completely figured out. I was the fittest I ever been. And then I got pregnant. And, th- and it's a whole new ball game. And it's like... nothing is stagnant. And whenever you have it figured out, it's going to change. And the only way to really weather that storm is to keep showing up every day and to say like, this journey is what I'm here to do. And I'm going to take my little things of, hey, progress for me looked like um, I improved my squat depth. Progress for me looked like um, I showed up two times this week, which was better than last week, which was zero. And progress is going to be in these little micro kind of Cosms and it's and it's not going to be in these big giant look at my progress before and after pictures and we can put those on the cover of a magazine and everybody will say oh I want to do what she's doing because that is just that ain't it and one of the most proud moments I had in the group recently was I remember what the group looked like five years ago when we started it and I remember what responses to these kinds of questions looked like and. Now I know what they look like. And when people post now, when ladies post now, you know, I'm not seeing the kind of progress that I was hoping to see. And I'm this many weeks in. And do you think I should change my macros? Or do you think I should change my workouts? Or what's the if factor that's missing? And the, and the ladies that answer say things like, yeah, but are you sleeping better? Yeah, but are you a little bit more flexible than you were last week? Yeah, but um, have you noticed that your energy levels are up? Have you noticed that you can pick up your kids a little easier than you could three weeks ago? They ask those questions that are not the before and after on the cover of the magazine questions, but they are the ones that are literally driving the whole thing. And that just makes me so proud because it's just like, it's a new revelation of why we're doing this. And every woman that hears those kind of questions and goes, oh yeah, I did notice I I haven't been struggling as much with sleeplessness since I started. Maybe that kind of is a small victory. Maybe that can hold me over to keep going when I was going to throw in the towel. Those little things. That's and like, those, that's those things are just steps to get you to the place that you, you think you want to be anyway. So like as soon as you're starting to like sleep better, like your cortisol levels are, are evening out, your hormones are starting to like even out. Your body is starting to go into a place where it's not just like hanging on by a thread. And that's when your gains start to be made, but you have to, you have to get the work to get there. You know, you have to put in those pieces where they don't seem like the sexy stuff, right? Like, you know, doing a little bit extra mobility and getting a deeper squat. It doesn't seem like the sexy stuff, but then you move better in your workouts. You move more efficiently. You're staying upright. Your core is more engaged. Like then you start to have these things fall into place that are really part of the changes that you want to see. But if you don't make it through those, the small things, the hard stuff first, you'll never get there. Well, it's the ice cube, right? Yeah. You know, the ice cube is going to melt at 32 degrees, but you're not going to see progress at 27, 28, 29, 30, even though the room is warming all that time, you don't see the ice cube change at all. 
even we know that like, like you said, like improving those sleep patterns is getting you, it's moving the needle. It's moving you closer to being able to, you know, perhaps it's what you, you want to see aesthetically your body look different. You know what and it's I love getting too is just inserting those questions about like, how do you feel though? I really like, that's one of the, when you brought that up, I was like, wow, that's a really proud moment for me because like that wasn't when we started the group, people don't, people don't remember that like our messaging was so far from what was happening in the health and fitness industry that it was just, it was so weird and so bizarre. And it was just like, what are these girls even talking about? And what we're talking about totally kooky. Like, yeah. Like what we're talking about is health and what we're inserting was how do you feel? How do you feel as a person? How do you feel as a woman? How are you carrying yourself? What is your confidence? How's your mental health? You know, that plays in with your physical health. How's your interactions with people? Are you happy? Are you living? I was just looking at my inner thighs. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, we, I was supposed to be thinking about all that was all. Oh God. Oh geez. I was just taking zoomies of my zoomed in pictures of my inner thighs and just deciding if I was a good person or not. Is that not the way? Oh, right. It's like that separating that and really saying like happiness is not doesn't come with the size of your thighs. Like whatever you think aesthetically is your ideal, like happiness isn't waiting for you there. So as soon as we get, we can just get that out of the way, take it off the table and realize like, are you happy? Are you living a happy, healthy life? And if not, what are the ways that we can get you? What are the ways we can get you there? And just like having women in our group, who are talking about health and fitness, really inserting those questions about asking, how's your energy levels? How's your sleep? How's your, how's your interaction? Are you feeling better? Is really like such a proud moment for me. And then they asked the next woman, yeah, which is like I'm, a weird domino effect. And then that woman that got asked is like, hmm, I haven't thought of it like that. And then she has a woman that speaks to her in, you know, these diet culture kind of terms. And she goes, wait, but like, I noticed that you were like feeling a lot more happy and energetic this week. Don't you think that should count? And like, it's just this thing. It's so cool. It's so awesome. And I just want everyone to really when we're kind of thinking of, okay, what is the one thing that I can, my blaming factor, what is the one thing that I can shame myself on? The one, oh, I would be doing all the things I want to do if it wasn't for this thing. I just want to challenge everybody to one, think in terms of the entire picture, as we've talked about, that it is not just the size of your thighs that is determining the the progress here. It's not even just the strength of your lifts either. Like we can go off, like it's just because you aren't PRing lifts. It doesn't, that's not an indicator that you're not making progress either. We need to I haven't just, hit a PR in a very long time. <laughs> I wasn't saying that for you, but I mean, <laughs> if it applies, it applies. Um, that does not mean, are you under the impression that you are not making progress because you have not been hitting PRs? No. And that's why I loved that you said it because, um, I looked at some like videos before and I'm like, wow, I have, I have not hit a PR in a very long time, but I know how I feel and how I move and how I just like feel as an athlete. And I know that I am a fitter and a more, what I want to say, well-equipped athlete. 
because of the work that I've done as a human and like my mental game is like, I am just more well-equipped. Who gives a shit about a PR? If you can walk around saying I'm a more well-equipped human. <laughs> Does anybody walk around using their back squat numbers every day? No. So you know what? Like, let's remember what it's all for. And you know what? If you do get stuck in, okay, um, you know, I'm really, I really feel like I'm not progressing in the areas that I want to progress in. Definitely, definitely do not buy anything. Okay. <laughs> Number one and go back to, well, if it's leggings, then, you know, we're in a, that's another stratosphere. Okay. But if, but just go back to how many times have I showed up this week? How long have I been showing up consistently for? Because if those two things are not in succession with each other, if they're not coherent, then they're, we gotta, we gotta go there first before we go to Jane Fonda's ab machine and whatever else is that miss, that missing. I think she does the like, oh, the squeezy butter. Yes. Well, you know, no yeah. hate on Jane. I mean, Jane, Jane changed the fitness industry, but we definitely always want to make sure that time and consistency is the, that is the factor that is missing from most people's journey. And good news is, is it's free. The other good news is it's completely um, up to you. So, you know, just wait a little longer and keep showing up. That's going to be the road. And get in our Facebook group if you're not already there <laughs> or right? in our CVG Nation. Get there. And like, this is the kind of talk that's going on. So like, hello. It's so hello. awesome. Hello. Have, Have a great week, amazing guys. Week, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Thick Thighs Save Lives podcast. If you'd like to join our movement, get in our free app, CVG Nation, available in your app store. We have an amazing community of women, coaches to help you with your movements, challenges, and we give away leggings daily in there. Rachel and I are in there every day, so it's a perfect place to get in touch with us. This podcast is made possible by Constantly Varied Gear, so be sure to check out ConstantlyVariedGear.com. Have an amazing week. Crush your goals.